Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> oh, let's go, baby! What? Let's get these dubs. <laughs> Friday night, feeling oh, right. Undefeated on the road on this road trip, baby. What is everybody? Welcome to the winners' lounge. Oh my goodness, Nuggets get the dub. Two in a row on the road. Three in a row overall. One twenty-two, one seventeen over the tiny, tiny Brooklyn Nets. Not even people drive me nuts. Not even. Tiny kings, tiny not losers, even, tiny yeah. losers. They're not even short; they're just scrawny. Yeah, you which is even I mean? worse. You even know what worse, I mean? man. Dude, nothing Vin, worse you could be. Thin people got room. no reason to live. Uh, Jokic and Murray, peanut butter and jelly. Many people are saying Peyton Watson does some interesting stuff. Aaron Gordon, the okay. most clutch free throw shooter I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. Listen, man, some good stuff to talk about to help me out. I got Brendan vote, man. The year Jamal Murray starts now. Where's Harrison Wind? Where is he? Where is he? This is like when Yoke miss when Yoke gets going on like January 9th, but we just use January yep, or December fifteenth or whatever. Or we when just use Vote that. misses one game and Mike drops thirty five and locks Luke on. <laughs> yeah. uh, you must have only missed one game because I don't remember any of this happening mm. for, for Mike. Uh, yeah. Over here, I got D line go. That's right, guys. Jokic touched one horse, and his f- aggression changed. The trajectory of the Nuggets changed. So true. It's all over, dude. It's all can, over. Can I be honest? Are we certain he touched a horse yes. when he went to Yonkers? Yes. Yeah, there's no way he made it that far and didn't touch a horse. Yeah. I think there's a chance he didn't touch the horse. There's no way he didn't touch a horse. You think At he, least a horse. Dude, he <laughs> he went through the stable. He touched multiple horses. He gave a horse a carrot at least. Oh, yeah. He, they eat carrots, right? He, he nuzzled a horse. Dude, <laughs> yeah. he, he, probably kissed, he probably kissed a horse. <laughs> Who are we kidding? He kissed him. Um, you guys, let's fast break down this game here real quick. My first note, you know how it always tells the story of the game? Yeah, Always. Michael Porter Jr. on fire. That's the only time it doesn't tell the full story. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. on fire. D-Line, he's making everything. They're probably going to feed him all night. Uh-huh. Give Mike the rock. That's the last time he's mentioned in this specific report. That I will he was say on it was fire. sick, though. It was on Come on, dude. I think he had eight, the first eight and points. two assists in nine minutes. Swing the rock, Mike. Nuggets were rolling. Ball was popping. I was like, oh, man, the Nuggets are back. We're winning every game by 20. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, the Nets went on like a 12-0 run immediately after that. They started making their threes. And then... DeAndre Jordan enters the game for Jokic instead of Zeke Naji, so he can guard all their tiny players. Very strange. Very mm. strange. 28-28 at the end of the first quarter. All that big lead, I think it was like 11 points that Denver built immediately, all gone. Second half, Peyton made another three. This one was like a little sped up. Some of the last threes have been like wide open, catch his breath, shoot him. This one was almost four. I, when he shot it, I was kind of like, what are you doing? And he drained it. So four games in a row, Peyton Watson has made a three. Um... The Nets were just hot, man. They were draining jump spot shots. Sometimes they're, they're a three-point shooting team. They made like four or five in a row, and that was the story of the second quarter. Starters back in, immediate 6-0 run, a little bit back and forth, and the Nets take a lead at half, 58-60. Third quarter, Aaron Gordon making free throws. I made this note but on Twitter, but he has 25 of his last 30 spanning six games. That's meaningful. Remember when we were talking about AG? Very meaningful, dude. Is he, like, back? Is his head back in? I honestly think free throw shooting is so much about focus. It's so much about that. He's starting to make them. Nuggets getting no stops, though, in this third quarter. Murray Murray started to percolate, though. He got it going. I dare we say 16 points in the quarter. An official Murray flurry in that third quarter. Corner three for Murray put Denver up five. Murray stays in. Jokic comes out. Very abnormal. I think Malone was just riding the hot hand. Uh, and he put Zeke Naji in. One play. And then Murray was tired and asked to come out. Yeah, I think Malone's like, you know what? You have it going. 
Yoke, you come to the bench. Murray, stay. Murray's like, bro, I'm too tired. I got to come He's back like, out. Good point, but I haven't played a ton. Uh, and it turned out to actually kind of hurt because the Nuggets started to collapse. 88-86, Nuggets going into the fourth. <laughs> Strother missed two wide open threes. Honestly, this game would have been over with one, with both of those. would have been over. With two of them, it would have been like, all right, comfortable and in control. He missed both of them. What was more wide open, those threes or his eyebrow? <laughs> I think the, I honestly think the threes. The eyebrow yeah. was a small cut. It was barely open. You could barely see the I flesh mean, they under glue there. It shut. <laughs> they did have to glue it shut, but I mean, you know, your face bleeds. Uh, I got my my head stapled back together once. I was guys, like, I feel like that's the wrong option. I honestly thought Zeke Naji was okay. I thought he was, he was okay. Fine. I that's thought he was fine. I thought well, no, I thought he was okay. Hot take until the last play. The last play where, for it some was reason, he jumps right into, and you could even argue through, Cam Thomas for an and-one three-pointer. Literally, the only thing you could do wrong in that moment was, was foul a jump shooter. And he didn't, like, oh, man, you got him on the wrist, you know? Like, he just ran through him in a way that was, like, best-case scenario, he misses the three, and you fouled him for three free throws. Zeke's the, we're going to talk about it, but, man, that play just ruined my whole Zeke takes you know that i wanted to have for tonight it was that bad it was a four point play and it allowed them back into it so yoke back in 96 98 nets Jokic hits a three uh Jokic to murray then they go to the two-man game with two minutes and 30 seconds left and it was a gorgeous two-man game down the stretch you guys Jokic had you know what murray's so good at drives to the rim yeah drives to the rim and it looks like he's laying it up and then throws it back you know like he waits to the last second and then gets yoke a wide open layup it was a dime uh then there was a take foul, but Murray missed the free throw. Damn it. KCP, who had not really scored all night, hit a huge kickout three-pointer. That was wild. Big time shot for a guy that kind of not been shooting. And then Dinwiddie hit a tough sidestep three to cut it to one. I kept thinking the game was over, and things kept happening. Then Murray hit a step back two. Then Bridges got an and one on a Jokic foul that I thought was not a foul, and Malone should have challenged it. He elected to save his timeout instead, and Bridges missed the free throw. Good call, Michael Malone. <laughs> Um, Murray hit a floater. Nuggets up three. 54 seconds left. And then Michael Malone did something we thought he wasn't going to do. He subbed out Michael Porter for Peyton Watson to offense, go a little defense, defense offense. And what funny. do you know? They get a stop. But then you have to go down and play the offensive end. Yeah, it turned out that uh, it was offense, defense, but reverse. But reversed. <laughs> and what does Peyton That's Watson so do? Drive to the rim and gets an and yeah. one dunk. Dominant offense, uh, offensive play from Peyton Watson. Missed the free throw. <laughs> So Nuggets up five. And then what did Zeke Naji do that was so dumb? Foul a jump shooter. Peyton Watson said, hold my beer. And he runs right over Cam Thomas for a four-point play. Nuggets only up one. Murray goes to the foul line. Murray makes one, misses the second, and gets an offensive rebound. That was about to be. Dude. So the Nuggets, like, I don't know what it is, 14 seconds left, up one. Murray makes it, goes up two. You think, all right, if you go up three, worst you're going to do is tie, go to overtime. Murray missed it, and I was like, we're going to lose. They're going to hit a three-pointer, and it's, that's how this game ends. It's like, we'll never lose so by broken. one. We're the current champions. And then Murray, <laughs> Murray grabs the offensive this rebound on the play. Existence. Hits two more. Cam Johnson made the gets fouled. He makes one. He intentionally missed the second, but AG grabbed the board. And then to ice the game, AG said, you know what? I'll make two more free throws. And there you go. Also in this game, Jokic became the franchise leader in rebounds. We'll talk about Dude. that in a bit. But start us off with your big takeaway. Uh, listen, man. Murray and Jokic, peanut butter jelly. They have returned. We are AJ. We are after Jokic. Jokic, uh, Jokic came into contact with one equine, uh, horse, could be donkey, any <laughs> uh, Shetland pony. A it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. He And then he immediately starts looking for a shot again. Not too much. Just the right amount. Jokic played the perfect game, the perfect Jokic game. Um, it was just, I mean, this was a really great game this was a very entertaining game um and there were just like so many great plays the nuggets played like so many players had good games and then but the defense was terrible <laughs> the defense was not good tonight <laughs> from the nuggets um i like it though murray and yoke return and, and you know 
after Jokic, like how could Jokic become more Christ-like? He could bleed. He'd just be cut. <laughs> he does have stigmata. Like let's just keep it real. Straight he up, just clearly stigmata, has stigmata. This was, I would say, probably a top five bloodiest Jokic game. It was. It a, might be number one. Dude. No, this number one is the headband. The headband where he was bleeding. This was this was straight up passion of the yoke, dude. Passion of the yoke. I do believe he's getting hacked a lot, but also like, how fair is your skin, dude? What's going on? I mean, but he gets. Listen, no, I'm not. I'm not denying he gets felled by an axe every game. Some of these are deep, dude. We don't see this on other deep centers. Cut, dude. Deep cut. I'm yeah. just surprised. I'm not saying he's not. I think act. there's a little bit of truth to both sides of this, but I don't know, man. I mean, he's this isn't that different, is it? I know, that's that what, different. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm I'm not declaring. I'm just blown away. Like, <laughs> how different could it be? He bleeds every night. I am right, now curious. Punches in the arm. Do we have over. a dermatologist in the chat? Yeah. Does All dermatologists. Is there like levels of cut? Like you know, if you did the same right. cut to everyone, is it does it is everybody the same? Yeah, because like just a little friction and yolk starts. There's some bleeding. people with alligator skin. Let's yeah. make a TikTok where we just scratch each other and each see, other and see, like, and how see much who can scratch more or less. That'd be good. more like yolk. Less I would like be yolk. so honored if I was the most scratched. I would be. I would happily be scarred for life for a TikTok. Are Dude, you we should me? make this. <laughs> who scratches the easiest? Uh, who's, who's most like you? Uh, what about you, B Rad? Yeah, I think this is a very podcast take. I apologize. It is a pod, though. So we do this a lot. But if you're looking for the Jamal Murray in Portland kind of moment, I think this is it. Really? Jamal Murray scored 32 He's points great, tonight dude. on 11 of 19, 4 of 6 from 3. It's he a season great, high on the, on the year for Jamal. Nine assists. Uh, nine assists. And then what did he have? 16 in the third? 18 in the third? I forget what he finished with. Like, yeah, five. 14, I thought. I mean, I, I mean, Yoke was is back to the, the consistent, stable greatness. So I don't... Dude, these takes almost this always one stable. These takes almost always overlook him, and I'm not trying to do that. But in in many ways, Jamal delivered this win tonight, and I just think that it's if you look at their last six, seven games, the way they've been sort of coming back to form, the way things have been falling back into place. Win said it a couple shows ago, but when Jamal Murray's playing like this, it's a different team. And tonight, this was the best it's been all year. It's a nice reminder that you know this team is deep. This team has the best player in the world, but this team also has two great players and probably the best two-man game in the league, even still right now. And it was just good to see Jamal Definitely. back. And I think from this point forward, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is an inflection point in the season. Oh, dude, we're about to go on a monster run. They kind of are on one sneakily already. If they didn't blow that one game in the right. last three minutes exactly. uh, against the Thunder, yeah. they'd be, this yeah. be their seventh in a row. They are now, I believe, 12-4 and four with Murray in the lineup. Um, which is really good. Their losses coming uh, at Minnesota. Remember, that was a tough one. And then they lost those two games when he first came back to right. the Clippers and to Houston. So I'm not saying you throw those out, but at least you could argue that was after a long break, right? So um, I agree. I agree. You know, really, they're starting to roll with him. They uh, And then obviously the Oklahoma City game. They're starting to roll with him. And here's my thing, man. I'm with you about my big takeaway is Yoke and Murray. Like, your Beautiful. floor, when those two guys are active and in the lineup, your floor is just so NBA high. NBA championship. Because I don't... Well, that's your ceiling, probably. Is, <laughs> is that your floor? Um, <laughs> I mean, I hope, I hope that's the That'd floor. That'd be pretty sick. It's like it's impossible not to win a title, actually, when this happens. Um, but Murray... My take has been, all year has been... Murray has shown signs of increased playmaking and just like more confidence and comfort scoring in the ways that he does. But it's disguised by the fact that he hasn't been healthy and he's been in and out. Yeah. Tonight was a game where, for a regular season game, 90th percentile for Murray. Beautiful. It wasn't like an all-timer. It wasn't spectacular where he's going off or this or that. But as far as anything sub that, it was dominant. He just yep, yep. he got what he wanted. And then he did it in the clutch. Like That's in the clutch, exactly it's like right. when exactly the pressure right. went up. It look he and Yoke made it look really easy. Well, they made it look really hard for anyone else, but easy for them. And I mean, it's I'm so hopeful that the Nuggets are really are at the start of this big run because Yoke and Murray, Yoke's almost always the best player on the court. Murray and Yoke together sometimes are the two best. Like tonight, right. we're the two best right. players on the court. Exactly, and that's why you win, dude. It opens everything up. It opens everything up for the rest of the Nuggets when those two are playing well. Just Everybody else plays well because there's not the same level of pressure on everyone else to perform. It is like it's so comforting. I have to imagine for the rest of the Denver Nuggets to know in their heart, like whatever happens, we have Jokic and Murray down the stretch. Murray, dude, that's exactly right. It was not just that he 
was scoring and that he was playing well. Murray was so clutch tonight. He hit big shots. Big like, shots. Right when they needed them. Big threes. And that's exactly what you want out of this guy. That's exactly what we know that we get. And, you know, it's the, always the thing about Jamal Murray. It's like, well, can he be an 82-game player? He's only a playoff player. It's like that. that's what, like, it wasn't as loud and, and as dramatic as the playoff performances, but, like, that's Jokic and Murray. Like, that's what you get. That's the championship right there. Those guys, man. I have a, a note on Yoke while we're doing the two of them, if that's all right. I think in his last four games, he finished two of two from deep tonight. I think in his last four games, Jokic is six of ten from three. There's one O of one game there against Dallas where he wasn't shooting much because they were kicking their ass. But he looks a lot more comfortable. Again, I don't personally don't need to see Yoke shoot seven, eight, three his game or whatever. Right. But there are moments, man. And he's a better shooter than we've seen this year, particularly in the playoffs. So good. And listen, sometimes the two-man game when Jamal gets so hot, it is Jokic wide open popping for three. Right. You got to feel confident and comfortable with those. And I think maybe small sample size, but Yoke looks a lot better from distance lately. And that that's a good sign, obviously. I'm just so hopeful that Murray can be more consistent than ever. I'm not sure. I, to be a true superstar, you really are good every single night. I mean, LeBron right. does not have bad games. Yoke, other than those two that he had this year that were so jarring because they happen. But typically speaking, he doesn't have bad games. Like, the great players don't have bad ones. Murray still has bad ones. But... It's been a weird year with him coming back from injury. I'm just yeah. so hopeful. Like, when you see tonight, again, a lot of times when Murray in the past would have 32, it's because he was cooking something fierce. Tonight, they were just, like, comfortably – he was comfortably scoring the ways he wants to, totally. and it's just different. And so I'm so hopeful that – Dude, it's on. It's in dis it's disguise. It's all disguised how good Jamal Murray is ready to be <laughs> from the rest of the year. You see that tweet from Peyton Watson? Altitude has it up right now. Didn't mean to scare y'all like that, Nuggets Nation. Great team. <laughs> it was a brain <laughs> fart, man, from P from Piwat. Um, but Jokic and Murray, again, they combined for 63 points and 16 assists. My, other, my final take before we can take our first break on the show, but my final take is... Once again, Denver goes for 29 assists, which is a little lower than I would have guessed. I kind of felt like the ball was popping for a little bit. 29 assists, D-line, six turnovers. This is the sneaky thing about the Nuggets and where they've leveled up. They just don't turn the ball over like they have in years past. Knock on wood. They protect the basketball. And Brooklyn doesn't force a lot of turnovers. Some of, some of this is just stylistic. But I really do think it's a subtle sign of maturity from the Nuggets from years past in that taking care of the ball just is easier for them. It's just... It's maturity in that they are more, they just know each other. More, more, the more games you play together, you know what to expect out of the guy next to you on your left and your right. Like, you know where you can, you know, if, <clears throat> just you're not freelancing as much. Like, they just have so much cohesion. They're getting better. I mean, man, it, I, I'm so bullish on this Nugget squad. Like, it, they're really, really just about to take off. They're going to, like, I would surmise that in, a month they'll be in first place really in, in the west yes is that are you not buying minnesota no i'm just ultra buying the nuggets i'm okay. so, I, just, I think are they four losses back or something i, I just like, think like the, I, I legitimately looking at the schedule right that's a big i part was like there there's 14 winnable games in a row 14 winnable games in a row had they not dropped the one against the thunder i would have been like there were 18 winnable games in a row right right um they it's really until next month where they face the 76ers that the first time that you like in looking at it you're like uh i mean they have a they have a cakewalk coming up yeah i mean nothing's a cakewalk in the nba but to your point come relative I, I to agree. what they've been doing it, it definitely is a soft part of their schedule and it's not a slight on minnesota like you framed it i yeah. just think it might be where you Dude, see it's some like of that like ground. minnesota's gonna go they're gonna lose two out of ten and the nuggets are gonna lose zero out of ten and there's Two blocks of ten like that. And it's like the, there'll only be two games caught up out of four. But I'm saying there's yeah. two blocks of oh, that. I like, see. I that's know, math, like, Adam. Can't argue with that. Man, he is doing double <laughs> math multiplication on that. what you're putting down, Eric. <laughs> uh, let's take our first break. On the other side, I want to talk about Jokic becoming the franchise leader in rebounds because it's just another notch in the belt. He's now two of the three main categories, number one in Nuggets franchise history. Are we ready to say he's the best Nugget? Ever? I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to do that. There's been a lot of guys. <laughs> right, dude. Not, Yuri, not, yeah. with, not with Scott Hastings Matumbo, still walking. Yeah. Not with Scott had, Hastings uh, still walking. I bet you guys respect history. How about that? Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. You know what I respect? DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Right now they're giving new customers an exclusive offer. Just for NBA fans, this week new customers can bet $5 and get $100 and $50 instantly in bonus bets, plus 
score an NBA League Pass subscription on them for the rest of the season. That's neat. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code DNVR. New customers won 50 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 plus score an NBA League Pass on DraftKings. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Don't forget that part. The crown is yours. Please do gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 777-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. League Pass Reward is issued as a promo code to redeem subscription. Must be claimed by January 15th, 2024. See DraftKings.com slash promos for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Dude, Denver's hottest new club, DNVR. Ray, can you do me a favor, dude, while I switch reads? I haven't had one of your cookies yet. Will you get me one? <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Charmed like we live up here, you know what I mean? Just barking orders for, for cookies off, off yeah. camera. And he's doing it, too. <laughs> and he's doing it, too. Adam, what did you point out about this? It, the days are going to start getting longer again, right? Bro, solstice time! We are... Post solstice. I'm not the brightest. I'm not the sharpest tool in the drawer. That has something to do with light in the sun. Is that correct? <laughs> is there going to be more? What are we? Is there going to be more? What are we? So sunny, man. Buckle up, shady rays. You're going to have orders. Co- Thank you so much. You're the best, Ray. You're going to have orders coming. You won't even Come know what to do. Bro. Listen, Come shady rays is my favorite ways to shop for sunglasses. I like to look good, but I like to feel good and feel comfortable about the purchase. Sometimes I think I look good. I try them on, and a close friend lets me know I do not. That's why I love shady rays if you don't like them exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop <laughs> exclusively for our listeners shady rays has given out their best deal of this season go to shadyrays.com use code dnvr for 50 half off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourselves the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people i like that right as you called ray like this could be shady ray Delivering oh. a package of cookies over here as ray king this of the is chat, star, ray. this is sweet baby ray yeah. sweet baby ray uh ladies and gentlemen in Denver Nuggets franchise history, Nikola Jokic <laughs> continues. What's going on here? Vo just orders cookies. <laughs> what kind of cookies are we working so, with here? They're really good, right? What so are they? These are Christmas. Are these M and M's? Salted caramel. So, dude, dude, salted caramel is one of my favorite really flavors. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I love my life. I know, I just love the idea. You like, <laughs> it's like we cannot. Me too. Can't wait. Just can't wait to have cookies until the <laughs> show's like, over. Adam, you talk for a minute. We got to eat our cookies. <laughs> uh, Nikola Jokic <laughs> climbs up to be the franchise leader in rebounds, passing Dan Issel, the horse. Jokic passes the, the horse. first horseman. The first horseman. Actually, it's true. Dan Issel. Holy shit. Bought smokes. a bunch of horses from Kentucky. He bought a bunch of horses after he played basketball. I didn't even think about that. He leaped over the horse. He leaped over the horse. <laughs> he did, did, man. He passed him. Um, but Dan Issel and Jokic both being fans of horses, I just feel like that's really what? strange that both guys would be really into horses. Should but he passes our, him. Should we change our name to the Denver Horseman? We I should. know something about that, right? Jokic now is number one in rebounds, number one in assists, number five. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Number. Where does points go? How, do, how is this so hard to follow? Is he Number a bu- four is, in points. Is he a bucket though? Because I, I watched Carmelo in that 2009. Well, I'm telling you, he's gonna he's sorry, gonna have sorry. every. He's number five in steals, and that one's within striking range, depending on how long he plays. He is number five in free throws. He's number five in threes. He is number five in twos. Number five in games. Number four in minutes played. Number one in per. Number one in all of the advanced metrics. Yoke really does have a chance. I mean, the points is the hardest one because he is still, my God, 8,000 behind Alex English. He's at 12,796. That that one's going to require him playing like quite a while. Or him deciding to shoot every now and then. Or him deciding to score a lot more than he does. But nonetheless... There really is a chance that Yoke will lead the franchise in points, rebounds, There's already rebounds and assists, man. I just feel like it's it's almost slept on. We just take for granted that Yoke's going to be at the top of all of these, but it's kind of cool that he passed Dan Issel, who played for the Nuggets for four decades. I think some of the taking it for granted <laughs> part is that, you know, Yoke's this second round pick, pound for pound, almost certainly the greatest draft pick ever, and it was a slow start, right? A lot of these right. guys are playing a ton of games right out of the gate. And so these kind of things sneak up on us because 
I think we almost resigned ourselves to, well, when it comes to the longevity stuff, maybe Yoke won't get there. We're just gonna have to tell people about his peak. Except for the fact that his peak is so damn good that he actually is sneaking into these conversations. And it's really appropriate. With great respect to the many Nuggets legends I've learned about and met, jokes aside, like, what a sweet gig we have. So cool to meet so many of the influential and legendary Nuggets figures. Jokic is, of course, the best Nugget we've ever seen. And it's appropriate for him to hold these these landmarks, uh, the, these records he deserves to. Sky's the limit. And as much as you're right about the points thing, I won't write it off until he retires. I know. Because he's yoked. I mean, I so want it. I, me too, man. You know what I mean? Like, he just be- he deserves to have that record. And honestly, it's going to be so hard to for anybody to pass those numbers because it's so rare for a player to stay in one franchise for that long. But what do you make of it? That, at, at the practice court, by the way, they have the leaderboard right. for every stat there. And it is going to be cool one day to walk in. I'm sure it's like what it is in Chicago where you walk into the facility and you're like, oh, so Jordan has every record? Exactly. It's going to be that way with Yoke one day. No, that's exactly right. I was just thinking that. Like, just the name Nikola Jokic is going to echo in the halls of Denver Nuggets forever. That he's going to be synonymous with the Denver Nuggets. Right. He is the Denver Nuggets. It's like, and it's funny because, you know, if you're like, if you're really into stats, you can sort of. I feel like pe- people get really super into stats sometimes lose the connection to the actual game. Stats, generally speaking, it's like you, the eye test tells you very obviously that Nikola Jokic is the best player I've ever seen in my entire life. He does things that don't even make sense. Um, he, I believe he is capable of everything. He's already showed us that. But then when the stats also tell that story, it's like it just becomes unimpeachable. It's just like, what are you going to say? Like, this guy is everything to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, I mean, people are going to forget they were a team before Nikola Jokic. He's just like that monumental. It's the, We talk about being in the golden era, and it's just we're so blessed to be in the presence of this guy. Like, I hope he never retires. He just like... Me too. I just can't... I hope they get that anti-aging thing, and Jokic just plays forever. Bro, like, I... 50 years he plays. I don't care how he gets it. Like, I... I like, <laughs> The blood of an infant. I don't care. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll spawn an infant. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care, dude. We can't, we can't like, never I don't want to sacrifice your child on uh, your behalf. I'll create one. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> put it up I, to I the care. altar. It's just, I, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine having more love for an athlete than, than I have for Nikola Jokic. It's, we're so lucky. Yeah, we really are. Uh, you might recall that last year he passed Dan Issel for franchise leader in NBA rebounds. Right. But right. because this ABA-NBA thing, like he, it's it's always confusing what the records are. But now he passed Dan Issel in franchise history, not NBA history, franchise, including the ABA days. So there you go. Jokic uh, sits atop. Let's get back into this game, though. Um, The next guy I want to talk about is Peyton Watson, just because I find him so fascinating. I he know. was a minus 14 tonight, so it wasn't good because the bench was not good. <laughs> But four of five, including a three, goes for nine points, three rebounds. Not necessarily a game to write home about like the, the previous ones have, but he still remains to me a guy that I just get so excited watching. He does something that I'm like, man, that pops. I mean, even tonight, he did technically lead the bench in scoring in these four or five from the field. That's wild. So this is, to Dev's point last show, would we call this six straight games where you'd say Peyton made a positive impact, even if you don't see it in the plus minus. Right. You could probably feel relative to other bench players. Yes, he did, right? He helped the Denver Nuggets. And I I wrote this recently in the grades. Not too long ago, we were talking about development and words like project. Still apt. But, man, development be damned. He's producing right now. And forget, do you bring the effort consistently? Right now, he's producing consistently. I like the rate at which he's gotten more aggressive. It, he didn't get ahead of himself. He didn't start taking a bunch of shots he shouldn't take. But when he's feeling confident and he has a look, he looks more confident than ever. I actually think the one he missed was one he shouldn't have took. It was a three, if you remember. It was a little right, like he, he had that. just hit one, I and I think that. he was feeling it a little too much. Where it's like, Peyton, but for you're the not most that. part, I think he's pushing buttons and pulling levers at the right time. Yeah. So, and he, even man, even those last minutes where he hits the big shot, then he misses the free throw and he commits the foul. Oh, my God, that was horrible. But you know what, man? You win the game, you get out of there, and when you win, you get to call it a learning moment, a teaching moment, right? Yeah. Peyton is getting these minutes that, honestly, even some of us probably would not have expected him to get to close games in the fourth quarter. He'll learn from them. And so, you know, I, I just, I'm really impressed by Peyton. 
This guy is a competitor. He's a smart player. He has not shied away from any challenge. And I think tonight, even though it's not his best game recently, it's a, it's a continuation of him showing that he's ready to contribute off the bench right now. Yeah, dude. I, the, the major point for me is that he's... Michael Malone's turning to him in, like, the clutch. In, like, exactly. the last... Exactly. The, the, the legitimate clutch. Like, the last couple minutes of a game, the biggest minutes of the game, Peyton Watson, he's turning to him, which is Which is really wild, It's man. unbelievable. It's... It's in... The, considering that his five starters just won the NBA championship, and right. he feels comfortable bringing Peyton Watson in, like... And again, like it, it, it kind of worked, kind of didn't work this game. But um, I mean, it worked in that they got to stop and got to score. They got to stop. They got to score. <laughs> he then he did whatever he did. But right. point being, he just nobody else on this team has athleticism like Peyton Watson, which is like why it's so exciting to watch him. He's just right. like everything he does is noticeable. He's so like he's just got so much energy. I mean, this would be what his sophomore season in college, like. Junior season, but yeah, it's he's just I don't know, man. He's and he's so five he's so, straight games now with a dude. Three he's two. so ahead. He's so far ahead of schedule. It's like he should be buried on the bed. Like he should be in the G League, maybe. Like if he was some other player, but like the faith that Michael Malone has in him, and you can just see the raw talent. But like all it takes is confidence, and he's just getting it more and more. The the shot is what is most at this point, like the most insp inspirational. Dude, it's five that. straight games out. He has a three, and obviously, them going in is the most crucial development in the meantime. But talking long term, I don't think you need to be a shot doctor to see he looks more comfortable Dude. taking it, and that's huge. Yeah, his shot looked weird early on. Right, clunky, awkward. Um, Not almost smooth. like halfway through it, he wasn't sure if he should shoot it. There's a, a smoothness D-line and a decisiveness to it right now. It's amazing. That you can already see just these few minutes he's gotten have, have taken him that far. And I think it was Harrison who made the point. I don't know if Watson's actually, you know, a knockdown shooter, if he ever will be. But he will be wide open at times in playoffs, and he's a good enough player that he'll be playing. And like Jeff Green, can he hit two of them, three of them that matter enough? Yo, he's like a... I mean, we were... I mean, the entire... We've said this all the time, but like... The conversation coming into the season was like, oh, my God, the Nuggets lost Bruce Brown. The Nuggets lost Bruce Brown. That's their stalwart on the bench. That's the guy that they can look to when times get tough. He plays tough. He can score when it matters. Like, Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's just there. I mean, that's what Calvin Booth said, right? In that piece with Kevin O'Connor that, that where he was talking a little loose, he right. said something like, I think Peyton is better than Bruce Brown right now. I think he's already better. Um, so you're saying that might not be so crazy. It's... I don't think that he's better than him right now, but I think by season's end, and let I mean, lest we forget, like Bruce Brown did not have a great regular season right. last season. So probably in those terms, like they're probably kind of trending in the same direction, but you're already getting a guy that you feel comfortable with in big minutes in December. Right, right. Like, that that, that being like? said, though, we hated last game when they subbed Mike out offense, defense. And this tonight it worked. Kind of. Kind of, but it I mean, it didn't. worked. But um, did it bother you as much tonight? It always bothers me a little bit just because I think, particularly on nights where, like, was Mike's energy poor? No. I thought he was defending well. He hit those shots. You know, I didn't think he was a... But when it's Peyton, I don't mind it because of what those minutes kind of do for him long term. If it was like Justin Holiday, you'd be yeah, like, "What are we doing?" But what are we doing, man? Right. You know, um, with that's Peyton, a, that's a big nod though to say that you know you're all right with it because of who it is. Like, I, it's like Bruce Brown, man. And as much as, and let me let me be very clear, if Porter was a complete and healthy player that he fully reached his potential and he never had those surgeries, like we shouldn't be having this conversation. He should close every game. But in the world that we live in, where that's the conversation we have. Last year, it was a feature of the roster, not a bug, but a feature that you could choose to play Bruce instead of Mike. I feel the same way about Peyton. It's a feature of the roster. If you'd like to close with an insanely tall knockdown shooter, go for it. If you'd like to close with a really insanely good defender, go for it. That's tough for Mike, but it's a feature of the roster. So I don't hate it for Peyton as much as I would for Justin, to your point. 
And I will say one of Peyton's like one of the things about Peyton that encourages me is he does play off yoke really well. He had the Michael Porter flare and slip right, that right. I love, and he really has figured that one out. Like he's got a little, not a ton. I don't want to overstate it, but he does have a little things that he knows when the offense arrives at a point. He's like, oh, this is the thing where I do where I get a layup out of it. So he's been going to those, and, and I'm very encouraged by it. All right, let's take another break because while he was good, the bench itself was not, and we need to talk about why. Including dude, a Zeke Naji DeAndre Jordan conversation. Dude, we love those. We love them. What a convo, dude. Well, what we'll a convo. Fun. Oh. Uh. <laughs> the next time you see the Denver Nuggets at home, you're going to want to see them in Ball Arena. Yeah, they've dropped a couple, but let's be honest. Over the years, it's a fortress there. They're the best show in Denver, and you can get the best seats to the best show in Denver at the last second with the Game Time app. That's what I love about Game Time is... Sometimes sporting events are not just... It's awesome when, when you're in, in the family days and your dad gets them for the family way in advance and you're all excited. That's dope. But then you hit your 20s and your 30s and sometimes it's just... Wait, hang on, hang on a second. The Nuggets are in time. What are we doing tonight? Dude. No plans. Nuggets with the fellas? That was my biggest revelation is becoming an adult. I was like, you don't have to like... Plan? Yeah, you don't have to like take out a loan no. or like plan two years ahead of time to go to the watch the Denver Nuggets play. You can just go. You know what else you could do? It's just like you're sitting here going like, oh, you know, I forgot to get like a Christmas present for you know so and so. Hop on Game Time, buy a little ticket. There you go, transfer them over. Or hop on Game Time and buy my uh, Denver Broncos tickets. They're available. That's Are why they? Game Time is so dope. <laughs> so download the Game Time app right now. Create an account, and we also have a code for you, folks. Use code DNVR for twenty bucks off your first purchase. We appreciate you so much for watching this show. We want you to save money with our ad partners. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code DNVR for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Oh, you guys know that this read is always a slog for me. It's oh, so boy. tough. It is so tough to pretend to like kind love. You know oh, what I, I know, mean? Good. Let, us just, know. Let, let me know. Give me a wink if you need help. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I had to go to a dispensary, <laughs> wink, wink, I might wink. choose kind love. Not just because they've been around since 2010, the original marijuana boom here in Denver, but because we also know that they cultivate the highest quality products. They have a full extensive menu that you'd come to expect from any dispensary, except as well, they have their own innovations and technology, like the Turbo Core and their Turbo Joints. Check them out. Use code DNVR to get 25% off in-store. A lot of dispensaries out there, a lot of neighborhood discounts. You're not going to find them better than 25% off. So even if they're not in their neighborhood, Kind Love is worth the trip. Dude, check them out. Use code DNVR. Save some money. Dude, stuff a stocking with some immaculate vibes. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, that would, you're like, they're like a walnut... A kumquat, whatever, like you're right. you a kumquat Wait, in here. Yeah, yeah, let's unpack that. Orange, let's like, unpack that. Eric is like, was a pilgrim. That's how old he is. Yeah, like, that's his, his first Christmas was a actually kumquat? an old shoe. Uh, yeah. Like, oh a my musket. gosh, look at this. A musket. I've been wanting some of these. Gardening <laughs> tools. <laughs> oh, immaculate vibes from Kylo. A pre roll. This is incredible. Is it indica? Sweet. Guys. Tonight in six minutes, DeAndre Jordan put up two points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero turnovers, and was a minus nine. It was six a good minute. It was a nice homecoming. <laughs> it was a nice homecoming for him. In seven minutes, Zeke Naji put up two points, two, three rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, and was also a minus oh, nine. Okay. They each played. One played. Zeke played seven. DeAndre played six. The bench got outscored by nine points both times. Eighteen points. You give up without Jokic on the court. Thank God Jokic was a plus 29 tonight, but <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I, I'll say this. I am firmly, firmly of the opinion that DeAndre Jordan is not a guy that should be playing right now. Like Zeke is maddening, and I think he is maddening in the ways that Michael Malone most hates. Like that foul, guys, it doesn't piss anyone off more than it pisses me off. I hate that crap. I hate when a player does something so dumb it costs you four points. But Zeke Naji to me is by far the better option for the rest of the bench for what they do. I just hate that you only get a half out of him and that when he goes out there, he ruins it all. By the way, he would have been a, he's a minus nine, a minus five, not that bad. You know, like, all right, whatever. Dude, and then he just like, oh, I'm getting subbed out. I should just bull rush this dude at the three point line and tackle him. This is the perfect example, this game of what makes the Zeke conversation so thorny. There are important 
I think, clarifications and concessions you He's have. He's the hardest guy because you, you need to, to put make. all the caveats out and there. Le- and let me just, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but I want to preface this correctly. That sounds like somebody's trying a, to be a hater. about to be some really Hang hate. big old hater. Oh. In a vacuum. <laughs> take your drinks. All right, we're in a vacuum. In a vacuum. Your drinks. Okay. In a vacuum. In so the far. Here. Is Zeke a good NBA player? I would say no so far. Yeah, I don't. I don't in a vacuum, that, I don't think is he, he a is. good NBA player? No. I would say no. Can no. anyone play in a As vacuum? As a fourth-year first-round pick, relative to some of the guys who were taken when he was taken, does he have a lot of value in the league? Well, some of the guys that were taken around him are not in the league anymore. So no. again, okay, but, true. But, but sure. some of them are Desmond Bain. All right, here's my point. <laughs> some of them are Desmond Bain. Here's my point. <laughs> At like, least one of them. Does is. he have a lot of value relative to when he was drafted? Not really. No. But those conversations, I concede these things, right? I concede these things. But we've learned these things already. The next question is, does he provide any value to the Denver Nuggets at all? I think the answer to that question is yes. It's not a ton, but tonight was a good example. And it's tough because they're the non-Jokic minutes and they both finished minus nine and both of them left a sour taste in our mouth. But I'm with Adam that what he does defensively is by far the preferable look. It doesn't mean he's playing well. It doesn't mean I think he's a great player. That doesn't mean I think he was a great draft pick, but this is the roster they have now. And I think the bench's best bet at sustainable and replicable success is defending at a high level. And I think that Zeke fits into that more than DeAndre does. To me, there's no question about it. And let me just say this real quick. Statistically, they have the same net rating, minus 13. They're both bad. Like, they've both right. been bad. That's what I'm saying. The bo- DeAndre has a signature game, which I think, like, sticks in everybody's mind. Yeah, it was but awesome. the tr- But here's the thing to think about on twofold. One, you're financially committed to Zeke. You need to, like, look, you, you better hope, one, that his trade value goes up or that he becomes a piece of this. And two, you are not going to play DeAndre Jordan in the playoffs and win. That's, you yeah. are not going to do it. That is not a thing that is going to happen. No, you're going to so, play Aaron Gordon. You probably will, honestly. But if Aaron Gordon is in foul trouble and you're going to have to go to some other minutes, to me, you Zeke, it's almost like Peyton Watson where it's as long as you can survive. And early on, look, he got pulled. I think it was right that he got pulled from the rotation for a little bit because he was that bad that he was costing you games. But I do think that there's some, this thing of like, yeah, but we need to like give ourselves the best chance to win this thing again. And the best chance is probably that Zeke is available to play one or two games a series for like seven minutes just to be able to spell our main players. Play that defense need to give it for five minutes. This see, I'm, this whole conversation to me says they need to find another option. They need to I find another that. solution at, at backup five. They just you they have, have no to. faith that Zeke can do. I mean, Zeke did everything right tonight besides bull rush a three point <laughs> shooter. I mean, he minus not like they're just it, it's half just of not, the minus came in that one play. That's the point though. Like you think they, he'll they, just always have one I play? Just, there's just I don't know. I'm like I'm not. He guards I'm well. not he particularly out on him. I'm not particularly out on DeAndre Jordan. I think it makes sense. There are times when you have to play DeAndre Jordan because you play just b- big behemoths that, that Z can't keep up with at all. But more than anything, it's just like it's just the biggest hole in the roster. The backup five is just the biggest, most massive gaping hole in the roster. And it's funny because, you know, on the starting unit, you have the greatest center to ever play for the Denver Nuggets. And then the drop-off is so bad. It's so precipitous. Uh, when he leaves the court, and it's it just is it's a story that goes on every night. There's one way or the other. It's it, it's frustrating. Like I, I don't I don't know what the answer is. Right, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a proclamation. I hate to I, standing Zeke sucks. It's like really tough to be like a guy that's like I'm not league. I'm not not standing. I'm like no I'm you're not right, out though. on Zeke, but it's just it's you don't like, have faith. He hasn't earned it. Right. You don't have to sugarcoat it. He hasn't been good. Yeah, he hasn't earned it. I mean, I like the only sugarcoating I'll do is with these yeah, delicious. They're so <laughs> good, Ray. Here's, so here's my here's my bold prediction. <laughs> I think Zeke is going to be a net neutral player for like 15 games at some point. 15 consecutive games at some point this season. <laughs> that's, so that's like the pie in the sky is that he's just but I mean that's fair for a team that spends a hundred million dollars on their starting lineup. Like for your bench to be able to be net neutral, because again I do think that look again Julian Strother wide open threes back to back he hits those and they win those minutes not lose them. It's like right, some of this right, is right, just right, right. is a little disguised. But I think they defend really well when he's out there. Uh, they have the opportunity to and he needs a little of all the players. Michael Malone, we all called for Peyton Watson to get benched. Michael Malone didn't, and the exact game we called for uh, Holiday to start, we're like, maybe P. Watt needs two or three games on the bench. That exact game we all said that, Peyton started his ascent. Michael Malone clearly believes in him going to him in the clutch. Christian Brown, Michael Malone clearly believes in him. He doesn't believe in Zeke Naji for good reason. But I do think there is something, too, like Zeke seems especially fragile. 
in his like that's what you want out of your back that's so true <laughs> he has so many qualities that are like what are we doing get him here? out there in the playoffs <laughs> uh, he's so like, fragile who's a, I agree with you where's the word you do slight yeah. timid you know who was really bad off the bench tonight was Reggie Jackson 4 of 13 and honestly this has more to do with it than anything of that bench I think can defend really well but they're not right. none of them are score. none of these iterations are good scoring Reggie needs to be better he was 4 of 13 tonight he was he was pretty pretty terrible yes of course, you're right. All's well that ends well in a win. I think Reggie's earned a pass. But you're right with examining this yeah, game. I'm not saying shots. that you're not. I'm not saying that you're all of a sudden hating, by the way. I'm just, thankfully, in a win, it's much easier to say he's been nailed so many times. He wasn't tonight. Hope he gets it together. Sure, but I get it. Like, if he wasn't this bad, both DeAndre and oh, Zeke look better I, I, tonight. So I, no, no, I agree with you. I don't I don't mean to dismiss your point at all. Um, and I don't think it was anything those guys did that made his life particularly well, difficult. No, and, and part of it, if DeAndre is out there, Reggie and DeAndre need to be so good together that it's worth it. And part of it tonight that didn't work out for DeAndre is that Reggie wasn't very good. Right. Um, you can say the same thing about Zeke, by the way. You, you kind of just pointed it out. Like, he did his thing in terms of defending, and then Strother doesn't hit his open threes, and now it's a minus nine. Right. I think both of these guys, it doesn't take, it's a precarious position, and it doesn't take much for those minutes to look terrible for either guy. And... And we're just gonna hate them because they're the non-Jokic minutes. <laughs> but for each of them, respectively, when DeAndre's out there, if Reggie's playing well enough, you can make it worth it. If Zeke's out there and everyone's defending at a high enough level, you can make it worth it. If neither of those things are happening, you're just going. When does Jokic come back know, in? Man. Please God, any second. I'm now. saying, man, like if we, if we are looking to the bench to be defensive at its core, let's get a defensive center. That like let's get like I said, let's get basketball Paul. Let's get Paul Reed. Let's get a player of that. Let's get Nick Claxton. I mean, whatever. Like guys that are quick on their feet, but also are. But how stout do you get that? I think you probably have to pa package like Hunter Tyson and and Zeke Naji. You think you can get that? Well, first of all, you that, can't. That probably you can't. Too, that shoots Zeke too high. I, I, I'm just saying, some a player in that ilk. I, I would have to look. I'm just saying, like, I think that they just need a more stout defensive player on the bench in that five spot and they have to figure it out like I mean, maybe they don't I don't maybe they, the, the nuggets are so stacked and they're so deep. How, how long can we give zeke like when when is the official because to me the is official he, turning what, what point, are we, three years no <laughs> <laughs> that's really that good. good that was good he's <laughs> had good runs though remember we all liked him for a moment there um i think that it is january 31st because the trade deadline is a couple weeks after that i mean in theory all the way to the trade deadline you're not going to trade him but you might, to your point, trade for someone else or add someone or wave or do this or that. So to me, it's the end of January. I just think the Nuggets have to commit the next 35 days to Zeke Naji to be like, we got to know because after yeah. the All-Star break, we're done experimenting. I would just love to, I would love to talk about the bench and have it not be centered around the, the backup it, five. Except I will say this, right? There's also the last year they went out and they got a seemingly decent, affordable big and he looked terrible. Uh, in Thomas Bryant and Isaiah Hartenstein, oh, he look looked, who was that last I think year? has shown yeah. flashes of, of of utility in the NBA since, but it didn't work out in Denver. Some of some of this is get your bill, I McGee. think with the way the roster is constructed, <laughs> like you're gonna Again, have to you're gonna minutes. have to pour a lot of resources, whether that means money or trades or both, into getting a great backup. Like you, we might just have to resign ourselves to like, yeah, when Jokic isn't on the floor, it sucks. But let's not forget that last year. This was the case for like 90% of the season. And the playoffs started, and they just went to AG, and yeah. that worked. Which is more or less what's going to Which happen. But again, that's what I'm saying. That's, like, that's what's going to happen for yeah. sure. It's just for, in the meantime, when you have a daily podcast talking about the Denver Nuggets, right. you have to no, look at, right. the, Dude, look at totally the bench, right. and you just have to, you, I would love to talk about like, hey, Christian Brown hasn't been as impactful. Well, one of the things about Christian Brown, right that right. guy is a charge waiting to happen, and he got away with one tonight. But I will say it's the scariest part is, his offense has really not – it might have gotten worse from last year. We kept thinking it was going to get better. It might have gotten worse. And every time he puts the ball on the court, on the floor, I just feel a charge coming. He plays a little out – I mean, he's, like, really downhill. Like, he just kind of goes for it. His role has changed since last year. Like That's he was, part of it. He, he was a lot – he was looked to – he was closer to the sixth man last year. Like, now he's, like, the eighth man. It's kind of weird, huh? It is kind of weird. Um, and – you know, I'm not concerned about it, but it is a little. It's it's notable. Like Christian Brown does not look as impactful as he did last year, and it's a lot of it is probably just 
the position he's put in, the minutes he's given, the I don't know, the back of five. I don't know. It's just like a play at five. <laughs> I, I think some of it, dude, is last year. Christian was asked to do two, three things, and this year there's a little bit of exploration, including those handful of games when he was playing backup point guard slash half backup yeah. point guard, yeah. which is not his game. You can see lately it's important to him to get that three-point shot up. I think what we're seeing right now is a lower floor at the expense of Christian experimenting with what it means to spread his wings and expand his skill set. To your point, he might not be one of those guys, right? Part of what made him a can't-fail guy was just doing those two, three things at a high level without wanting to sound like I'm turning on him because I'm not. Just No, not at all. But honest, man, a real observation I've had in the last couple of weeks, it's been a minute since Christian Brown really stood out on defense. Now, he can still avoid mistakes. He can still be in the right spot. He's always playing hard. But he also used to be a playmaker, a highlight maker on yeah, defense. Steals. And I almost feel like with some of the focus gone to how do I work in this group offensively, We've maybe seen a bit of a fall off, at least compared to Baton, for example. Like, how elite are you defensively? You know, I haven't had that note on Christian in a minute. I will say the leader in defensive rating on the Nuggets, Jalen Pickett. He hasn't played enough minutes. <laughs> Is it Christian after that? Second up, Peyton Watson. Third, Christian Brown. So, and I'm not saying he's bad. I just I know last year it was his bread. It was the it's thing. It's not yet. impacts. Though. It's not like steals and blocks after that. At. That's kind of um, all right. Let's take a break on the other side. We're going to wrap up uh, with this game. And maybe do a little around the association, but what? I do want to talk about Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, and KCP, who we didn't really talk about. Yeah, that's my that's my cue, right? For cookies, you right up. Another cookie cue. This is usually when I do the reads, right? No. Nope. <laughs> All right, guys. Here's what you need to know: Breckenridge Distillery is dope. Why? Well, you know about oh Breckenridge God, Brewery. All that stuff is dope. So are their fine spirits. Uh, I really, really, really like the Breckenridge bourbon gotten to try it at this bar many a times including tonight yeah. cheers quote unquote try it try oh, it good bar yeah. key. might i I'll try, try it <laughs> it's, try. Del- <laughs> it's delicious it's smooth it does not need a mixer it doesn't need an ice cube in my opinion that's how you know it's a good bourbon uh, but however you drink it whatever you're drinking if it's a spirit why not get them from breckenridge brewery they know how to make fine quality alcohol and you can always enjoy Breck's Fine Spirits and Brews at the DNVR Bar here on the corner of York and Colfax. They're so Colorado. We're Colorado. Dude. What a treat. I haven't started my shopping Cheers. yet. No joke. Um, I'm <laughs> definitely going to buy some uh, Breckenridge bourbon for any adult man in my life that needs to get a present. Oh, I can't wait for that. That needs to get a present. Oh, my God, I missed that part. <laughs> adult. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. There's and a second read, isn't there? <laughs> Oh my goodness you gracious. You're off your game tonight. Yeah, I feel like in between the you're, breaks, I've been good. I f- I'm going to put this on Ray, dude. You're yeah, all cookie up the, It's the cookie. Oh, this is easy, though. Now I just talk about Breck Brew. Did you like the spirits? <laughs> Weren't they delicious? Now you try the beers. Here's what's awesome about Breck Brew. They've got a beer for every occasion. You don't need to drink on every occasion, but you sure could if you wanted to. Are the Avs playing? They want a cup of Sounds years like an ago, occasion right? to me. Yeah, that's an occasion for the Avalanche Chamberlain. Are the defending NBA champion Denver Nuggets? Pl- oh, they just won, didn't they? I could use a mile high city. <laughs> oh, the Broncos are still in playoff contention? Kind Fire of, up a Broncos country pale ale. Was traffic no, a little selling. bit more challenging than I'm you selling. expected? What an occasion. Have you not had fun in a while? Check out the fun <laughs> slinger. You get you the not, idea. Do you not know how to talk to others? Dude, that was a phenomenal read. Thanks so much, my friend. You, so you, you know, he came through. so good. It's KCP hitting that three after sucking for four quarters. <laughs> Speaking of which, he goes one of six tonight. But listen to this stat sheet, you guys. Three points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. A little bit of everything from KCB other than shot making. He did go one of six in that one. Really big. Arguably the biggest shot of the game. That's all you need, man. You got Jokic and Murray. You need other guys to have one shining moment in a game. And that's (laughs) enough. Yeah. Well, he provided that one. Uh, Michael Porter is the guy I want to talk about. Six of ten from the field, three of five. 15 points, four rebounds, three assists. He looked like he was on fire. He was. Well, he was on fire, and it just looked like, okay, we're going to have a little Mike night. And I swear to God, I don't remember him touching the ball after that. Nope. (laughs) I actually want to credit Mike. Aren't you guys shocked? Oh, what? So Mike scores those eight (laughs) points, and then they do find him a couple times, and he's open on the wing, but there are some good closeouts. He picks up a couple quick assists by making the extra pass. KCP, Jamal. Now, KCP missed a couple. He had three assists tonight. Not bad. I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be annoying. Mike was moving the rock. 
And they were good passes. And they were actually, as much as I wanted him to just fire some up, I actually thought after hitting the eight points they needed out of the gate, Mike looked around, said, let me play the right way. And you know who ended up being really hot tonight to close out the game? Jamal Murray. So while I sure wish this was a 30-point game for Mike, I actually appreciated the way, the way Mike was hot out of the gate and then said, you know what? I'm reading the room. This is going to be Yoke and Jamal. I'll keep the ball moving. And, and I made my contribution. So I, I don't, like, only 15 points, but I'm giving Mike, like, a BB plus tonight. Three assists for him. Seventh time this year he's had three or more assists. Last year, D-line, just four times all year. Man, this is like a, this is... The Mike, this is like what you want from Michael Porter Jr. Like the, tonight, the Nuggets played the, like almost exactly how you want the Nuggets to play. Like you have you, the save, save the defense and the bench. But right, like, right, right. The starter, obviously KCP, you want a little bit more out of. But again, like comes up big at the big moment. Michael Porter Jr. comes out hot out of the gate. And then at a certain point, like everything just like find its, finds its right place. And yeah, you're right. Like Michael Porter Jr., Man, he's been on the board so much this year. Like I, that's when I notice him doing way more than I've ever noticed him before. Is like mm-hmm. he's just fighting for rebounds and he's using his length. He is so much more of a utility player than I ever imagined he would be. I mean, I really only anticipated him just being a shooter and like really nothing else. Right. And um, it's just you know like the perfect compliment. You know the he's the the third. The fourth, depending on the night, best player for the Denver Nuggets. It's, it's perfect. It's like exactly what you need out of him, and um, it's great. Good to see. It's really good to see. Uh, and then Aaron Gordon, I thought I mean, kind of annoying. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, hang uh, on, though. Eight of nine from the free throw. Line. Eight of nine. Man, this is big. 25 of 30 Dude, in the last like six games. He definitely like wouldn't allow himself to go to sleep in his gym <laughs> until he hit 50 free throws in a row, and I love it. Yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of encouraging to see Ag play. Well, I'm telling you, the Nuggets really are just they go as Ag goes, and he's back. So he the Nuggets back. are back. Dude, AG, he's so back. I think Ag is kind of like the drummer of this band. Sometimes he's so back. And when the rest he of the, is the drummer, when the rest of, this of the band, band looks confident, and he's pump pump pump. There were a couple of weeks where the rest of the band looked confident, and the drummer was off. We're uh, like, what the hell is going on like here? Now he's back on beat. All right, hold up. Let's get the band. What's the band? Jokic is lead guitarist and lead vocalist. Yeah, he's funny. I think he writes the song most of the songs. He writes the the song. Lead guitarist. Jamal might be guitarist. Jamal might be guitarist. I think I think Jamal might be the vocal. You don't think he's the singer? Uh, I don't. Jokic is just everything. (laughs) He's just like the whole band. He's like a one man band, and then the Nuggets are like. Come up to, to help him out. No, let me see. Yeah, okay. So I can see Jamal. Well, I'm gonna hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, I think I think KCP is the bassist. <sighs> yes, that's a great that's rhythm. You know, that's it's a like great it's take. like foundational. Mike's the assorted percussionist. He just hits the the Bible in front yeah, of the Mike, mic. Every Mike now plays and then. the cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him, but he is the cowbell player. And when the cowbell's hitting, Dude, best band on when earth. You, best band on when earth. But some nights you just need more cowbell. I mean, I gotta have more cowbell. I think I, I would yeah, say I'm he's, I'd say he's the pianist. Excuse me, what? <laughs> he's the pianist. There's a lot of songs. Dude, Zeke, Zeke I was about to luggage. say, dude, how yeah. rough for Zeke. He's, he's, not not even the the he's not even the pianist on the squad, dude. That's he's rough. Really, he's just looking at the mic over there. <laughs> it's like, but you don't even know how to play, There's man. a lot of songs where the piano, not very featured on the track. It's really, this is more of a rock song. But there are, when you get to that ballad and the lights go low, Boom. I, see, he I, think, I think Josiah Moore's got this. Jamal's lead guitar, Mike is synth keyboard, KCP is bass. Yep. So what's Jokic? Just lead singer and the songwriter, composer, face yeah, of the band. Yeah, lead singer, all those things, Yeah, all man. those things, man. I kind of like it. You want to keep going here? I think it's a great take. And just so you guys know, Some I already, Photoshop. I, as Alec I, I already wrote Alec this Photoshop. in the grades, and it felt good off the fingertips. Make sure you're checking those out after every game. They're free. You already wrote the band? I already wrote that. Ag was the drummer, and that he stuck out like. Oh a, yeah, like yeah, an that's a bar. Drummer. That's yeah, a bar. Yeah, that's all right. Um, sorry. at Charlotte sorry. tomorrow, by the way, to wrap up this road trip, the Nuggets have six of the next seven at home after that, uh, including four in a row, starting with Christmas Day. But a chance to go three and zero on the road trip, man, is big. We you, you can't take it for granted. Charlotte is not going to lay down and die, but at the same time, they might. They are the weakest of the team. They're also they've been they're rested. You know, Denver's coming uh, in with travel on a back to back. I mean, uh, they were just in Canada. Uh, then they were in Yonkers. Now they have to go all the way down Miles to Charlotte. Miles Bridges is extra. I was going to say, hopefully, hopefully they don't play in Canada. He couldn't play in that game, right? All right. They don't want to talk about it. Let's go to Super Chats. <laughs> yeah. Super Chats. Super Chats. Josh Barnett from down under. Shrimp oh, on the day, bar. Hey. That's day. good, right? That's is it already sound? Christmas down there? Oh, uh, that's probably, yeah. If I do the math right, just about. 
Uh, fire up the bloody backometer. The year the of Jamal Murray has begun. Bacometer, I apologize. Ah! Ah! He's so unbelievably back. He's Murray so is so back. He man. broke the goddamn bacometer. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, mullet. In honor of Yoke's passing the horse and career rebounds, we need to give Yoke a horse related nickname. Uh, let's just call him uh, Joker. Okay, next. <laughs> the horseman. He's just the horseman. The horseman, man. yeah, dude. Ben Mack, did you all see the meatheads on CHGO shouting suck at Lakers? It was glorious. No, we got to watch that. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. They are some glorious meatheads at CHGO, though, aren't they? They, uh, they probably said that. Like, yeah. They probably called themselves Themsel- that. I love those guys. Diz, Heat, Nuggets, Microwave. I logged into DNVR's YouTube account to watch history. It was nothing but WNBA cringe videos. What's up with that? I have no idea what you mean. I don't think we have a single WNBA. There's not even a WNBA team in Denver. So let's try, let's let's unpack. What is he talking yeah. about? Yeah, respectfully, brothers, stick to the microwave thing. It's a huge hit. It's a huge hit. Five 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 ish. Uh, statistically, it might not show, but the bench this year seems a little better than last year. It's definitely more fun to watch, in my opinion. I agree, honestly, man. I, I like these two guys. We talked about them. They're annoying, but we're good. But, Stick with it. There's so many promising signs. <laughs> there are. There's just one gaping hole yeah, on the bench. One really gaper there. <laughs> Jesus. Real gaper. I don't like the combination of gaper while ATA, ATA, ATA is in the super <laughs> chat. But you're terrible. Uh, you, you Jeremy c- J Rock Michael, Joker Terriot, and the and the Shetland Murray. <laughs> <laughs> These things write themselves. The Joker Terry and the Shetland Murray. We were all thinking it, but he put it. Yeah, he put it out there. (laughs) It was just on the tip of my tongue. And the boy's dad. The boy's dad. ATA sponsor. Shatters, get your grievances, Lakers Embiid. Uh, Is it Dagger? Dagger, et cetera. Ready for Festivus tomorrow. Man, we do have to to air our grievances. Let's go to a quick ATA here, Kale. Let's go to a quick ATA. All right, what do we got? Uh, The Rockets beat the Mavericks. Do you guys know the Mavericks had nobody healthy tonight? Well, I just looked at the score, and that seems right. Let me see. They played Markeith Morris and Grant Williams and Tim Hardaway, Derek Jones Jr. and Jaden Hardy. Then they had Greg Brown the third. Jesus. Oh, he's a Rashawn Holmes, Nugget Killer. He was a plus ten tonight. Hey, can we get Rashawn Holmes? Max Prosper and AJ Lawson. That's, that's tough. A, yeah, that's tough. Oh, they had another guy, Dexter Dennis. Dexter Dennis, if I would have told Come you, they would have been like, "Come, Come on, on, dude." Dexter Dennis. That uh, sounds they, like my. That sounds like you're a healthcare professional. Yeah. Uh, Heat get the win over the Atlanta Hawks. Tyler Hero went off. Are the Heat just going to win the East again? Like, what's going on, bro? I'm 76ers Heat on Christmas. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Really I kind of like it. the Heat. I will say this. Heat 76ers? Where is my Jimmy microwave? Butler and Joel Embiid shoot a combined 79 free throws. Oh, my God. It's so true. They're actually, so dude, Jimmy's a sneaky. He's the worst. In the actually. regular season, he's They're a like the, the NBA is like, how can we ruin everyone's Christmas? Yeah, yeah it's so true. Uh, speaking of the worst, the 76ers get a win over the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Remember when we played them? 76ers play them at home. And Embiid struggled in this first half, but fortunately was boosted by Tobias Harris, who had 28 at halftime. Jesus. He was going off. Tyrese Maxey went off. This is the first time in 60 years that three teammates have scored 30 points. Tobias Harris, 33. Joel Embiid, 31. Tyrese Maxey, 33. At least I think I saw that all the time. I might be wrong on that. They might have just made that stat up, but I think it's true. Uh, And they beat the Toronto Raptors. Um couple other games here. The Warriors are up by four against the Wizards. This is who Denver plays, by the way. They play the Warriors. The Warriors have won three in a row. They lose Draymond. We write their season off. Three and oh. And now they're playing the Wizards. Jordan Poole makes his return to Oracle. And Draymond's not there to see it. Kind of funny, right? I mean, kind of. Isn't it kind of funny that it's like, oh, he's suspended for I mean, fighting? Yeah. Seems right. I Sure. All right. The Warriors 47-44. I will say, man, this Christmas game, I think the Nuggets are in great sp- spot. But, Steph, they're, they remind me of the Nuggets almost, where it's like you can lose key pieces and you're not going to be a champion, but you're still going to be really freaking good in a regular season. And that's Steph, man. When he's there, anything's possible. Um, the Nuggets are going to dismantle the Warriors. I hope you're right, because that would be fun for me. Uh, the Kings are up 51-42 to the Suns. You guys know who sucks? The Suns? Phoenix Suns suck, man. I agree, dude. They're the actually Phoenix not Suns good. Su- They're not Just good. Just straight up not good. It's uh, so weird that the things everybody said were are going to happen have happened exactly. Oh, they they're not going to be able to defend. Uh, they're reliant on broken, brittle, and old players that aren't going to be able to stay on the court. 
they can't just they don't know how to play together. They're not an actual team. Like, Did we say this on the last show, or was it live, or was it just us talking? Where little bit of in the podium, KD Booker kind of jawing at each other. Have you seen this? No. Uh, a little KD the other day about yeah. Well, I'm not getting the ball where I'm supposed to be getting it. A little. Yeah, if we could move the ball around a little bit more. Like, He's oh, not yeah, talking dude. about Booker, though, because obviously Point you saw book, that highlight dude. where Booker held the ball for 16 seconds dude, and then shot an air ball. That was the funniest ball. play ever, man. Did you guys, did you see that play? Of course. Just no. so that was the funniest. Play. If any Nugget did that, by the way, including Jamal, we wouldn't talk positively about them for a month. Dude, the Suns hate their team. Have you watched the PH and Hex? They hate their team now. It's I've actually, noticed that, actually quite hilarious. Um, I am sorry. Why? I'm not. Yeah, I didn't think I you were. I just was trying to be. All right, hit that outro music for us, Gail. Two more. You can still hit the outro music. It's a long Siobhan outro. Siobhan or Shebin, Kellen. Alex English was awesome to watch. Guaranteed bucket, rocking the rainbow unities, and leading the NBA in scoring for the 80s. Nuggets back in first in the West by the end of January. You guys are both calling it by the end of January. I like it, man. I think this Timberwolves team is going to be really good. I think it's going to be really good. You think it's really good? Ken Patterson, English, and Kiki Vandaway finished 1-2 and two in scoring in the 1982 season. And Issel finished 12th. Run and gun, baby. The passing game was in full full display. I wasn't even born That's yet. The thing. That is the point. Like there are been there have been actually very high peaks in yep. the, this franchise's history. And Jokic is so far above all. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> and it's Jokic wild. in a class all his own. Nuggets get the win. What a great show. What a great little Dude, show. What, what a treat. What a From treat. Here, right. Yeah, really little Christmas treat. spirit, man. <laughs> Ray makes good cookies, dude. dude Ray's the king of the chat, man. Uh, I'm off tomorrow, so these fellas are going to be carrying it. So I won't see you until Christmas Day. Um, but I look forward to that, man. So I'll say you I look wish forward to early. leaving your children before noon on Getting Christmas away Day. Getting away from my family. <laughs> you know what I'm no, I actually am super bummed about that. Chain. <laughs> Very my, super bummed. Ball, ball chain, my children. I will say to everybody, because I know everybody goes and sees family this time of year and everything else. <laughs> give yourself a chance this year. You know, honestly, like a little on the podium for a second. Bring good energy to whatever family events you have. Because uh, honestly, did you my, only get so much. I'm turning 40 did my mother this year. Talk to you? <laughs> no, I'm turning 40 this year, so I'm being that introspective where I'm like, I've always been the young one looking up, and now I'm right in the middle, both young below me and an older. I above. would maybe say past the middle, but point, larger point stands. <laughs> hey, man, I think about that too all the time. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, that was a little dark. My Thank bad. you for that. But on, in my all bad. sincerity, guys, like, bring good energy to Christmas. I'm going to miss you all. We'll see you on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, I just hope you guys all have a good one. Hit that like button for us on the way out. See you.